Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about the coronavirus. Again. Again? Yeah, I mean, we put out the first episode on Wednesday. That's when it was released in the morning. And Wednesday and Thursday especially were like the craziest days for it rising. And we kind of had to do a second part because of how much it's evolved. Yeah, I would say Wednesday is when it all went from, like, jokes and giggles to maybe we should be taking this more serious, even though maybe not everyone's still not as serious as we should be taking it. Also, even when we put it out on Wednesday, it's not like we recorded Wednesday itself. Like, we have to record in advance and has to align with our schedules so that we can get it out on a consistent basis on Wednesday mornings, just, you know, have it scheduled or whatever to go up. And before we get started and mention any new updates, just a little heads up, we are recording this on Sunday night. Yeah, on Sunday, the 15th of March. I mean, by the time you guys listen, maybe the numbers have changed or some things have happened, but this is what we have for right now. Yeah. Like you just mentioned, this is there's a part two, but there's a chance there might even be a part three. Like, yeah. how crazy can it get? Right. We're seeing how things are going down and how governments are getting involved is affecting everyone whether they're taking it serious or not which many people aren't still but obviously uh it is more serious and we decided to put it out a little earlier than usual in the week just because of the timing of all this information and all that so i mean basically we'll give the exact numbers in a second too but It's just spreading so much more rapidly this past week or week and a half compared to what it was before that and almost doubling, which has added to a lot of this raise in concern and precautions and all that. It seems like it's one of those viruses that's going around and will grow exponentially, like, you know, two and four people, then eight and just like you said, and even less than a week, like it's almost doubling. And this is after we find out and we know that you can have it and not even show symptoms. So who knows? This number can be way bigger than we actually know. Yeah. And I mean, testing is a joke right now, at least in the US. So which is fucking crazy. Like, yeah, this America, <laughs> <laughs> like you would think we'd have, I don't know, the latest technology and we'd be up there, but it's legit like a joke. You would also think that the president wouldn't fire the global pandemic team, but here we are. Yeah. But let's get into some of the numbers, though. So last time, last episode, obviously, we mentioned how around 100,000 cases recorded an estimate. Again, this was less than a week ago. And now the update is at roughly around 169,000. And again, this is an estimate, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. In the U.S. alone, from March 3rd to the 13th, cases jumped from 300 to 1,800. Pretty crazy. A perfect example of how rapid it's spreading. Think about 1,800 and with these lines happening at fucking Costco and every supermarket across the U.S. Right. That number, I'm sure by like the middle of the week is going to be insane. But Yeah, which we'll get into more yeah. in a bit. But even the countries too... It's gone from 70 countries to 157 right now, which is over double. Off the top real quick, 
You know how many countries there are in the world? Damn. Because I sure don't. <laughs> nah, I couldn't tell you exactly. Let's do some live Googling real Ooh, quick. Favorite segment. 195, so pretty much everyone has it. I would say that in a week. Yeah, all like the rest. 95%. Well. Give it a month and it'll probably be the whole world. And so far, sadly, we are at 6,500 deaths. Probably a little bit more. Yeah, after last time we said a few thousand i think it was at like three thousand or something, something so like that, yeah. it's also pretty much doubled and is rapidly going up but yeah i mean we talked about last time how mostly older people are susceptible to it or people with pre-existing conditions and etc and how younger people like our age in their 20s or little kids too aren't ones who will catch it and likely die but one thing we didn't bring up last time, too, is how we can still be spreading it around to older people and others in general, which has become a lot more of a focus now. And part of this whole quarantine thing of telling people to stay home no matter who you are, what age, because even if you don't get it yourself or aren't feeling it, you might be passing it along to someone else. Which is part of the problem or part of the reason why many people aren't taking it serious and by many people probably means the younger crowd we can even carry it and not feel anything but it's about the others it's about catching it and passing it on to grandma or grandpa right or to i don't know your aunt that has bad lungs or smokes or something that's when it could get risky and what the media and government has been trying to put in our heads at least for now yeah, and also last time, you know, we were talking about we weren't concerned about getting it, which is still pretty much the case. Yeah, I'm still trying to catch it. <laughs> but like we're saying, we do have to be careful about potentially spreading it. And also, obviously, we care about if our parents or grandparents or family or whoever gets it, mm -hmm. which should be a given. But just to put that on the record. So... In terms of going back to Wednesday and Thursday, it blowing up and all that, I feel like, I don't know if you feel the same, but the NBA suspending the season was the first like really big thing that set off this chain of reactions. No, yeah, it was something that I wouldn't say I was surprised by it. It wasn't super like unprecedented or anything like that. What was mostly shocking about it was how fast it came. They were legit like the first. They're in the middle of the season, almost heading into playoffs. And it was almost like they didn't even have to think about it. It's just like a snap of a finger and boom. Yeah, because we had been talking about, oh, they might play in arenas without fans, right. whatever. That was the initial kind of conversation around it. But then it so quickly, like you said, went into just suspending the whole season. Yeah, like I felt like this could have been a possibility like maybe we were gonna end up not watching nba games and right. them postponing or canceling the season but i thought it was gonna be something that you know was gonna happen more gradually you know in a couple weeks maybe yeah. after they try the whole arena empty thing and maybe i don't know whatever the case would be but it was just like nope we're just gonna go to the i wouldn't say the drastic measures but it's just like, oh, let's end it here. Boom. Yeah. The players matter. The people matter. Let's just knock it down. And if we got to lose money, fuck it. Lose money. Kind of cool. Like, 
I'd say I agree with the whole NBA association for making the decision they did. Yeah, I agree. And that pretty much led to March Madness, the college basketball men's tournament being canceled, led to MLB postponing as well for baseball start of the season, which was going to be end of March. And and with that, it was just like overall large gatherings, news started coming out about can't have X amount of people at any location, aka right. like churches and bigger events and restaurants. Yeah, it went from like 500 plus is too much to 250 plus. Now it's at the CDC says 50 plus is too much for the next eight weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's moving fast. And as of like now, us recording, I just heard that restaurants might just go to a carryout type of situation where. They're only leaving like drive throughs open or just like pick up food, but can dine in. So we're like starting to see the first steps or first restaurants taking mm-hmm. this step. Every restaurant might have to do sooner or later, no matter where you are. It's weird because like obviously we need it to survive, but it can also be one of the places that spreads this virus. Yeah, especially for dine-in, which is the whole idea of this, of canceling that out. Yeah, it's weird, but there's also, like, a risk in drive through only. Like, think right. about the person that's taking your credit card or your yeah. money, and you're touching hands or the same card. And right. Maybe this person doesn't have it, and you and the card don't have it, but let's say the person in front of you or behind you has it. After that, every card could possibly be a carrier of the virus. And right. It might just be something where every restaurant has to shut down. The word or phrase that's going around right now, which is flatten the curve. In simpler words, like, let's try to slow down the rate of people catching the virus. If we're, like, signing up for this, and I kind of do agree with that, then shut them down, even if it's for a short period of time. Yeah, and we have the info at this point that it's really clear how much certain precautions like that can make in terms of the difference of slowing it down so why not just go all in you know i mean there will definitely be pushback from some people who want to get food from a place or whatever but this is just a totally new situation so we have to find whatever way that works best to get through it yeah like it's one of those where like now we're trying to solve something that could have been solved before Mm -hmm. like it's a problem that it's now inevitable we're just trying to make the best of it again like if this is one of the major ways to do it then why not shut them down i know it's hard for some people like if maybe you just haven't gotten the chance to buy food at supermarkets or other places because of the overcrowded and the long lines you have to do for them and you rely on these fast food or other restaurants or cafes and stuff then that sucks but do it even if it's for a week or two so yeah i guess i'd pro it yeah i would too part of the problem too with that or at least is connected to it is how absolutely insane the grocery situation is yeah like it's ridiculous so like where we live now in los angeles we live i would say right behind a costco So from like our window, we got to see like part of the parking lot or the back of it. A few days ago, I was leaving to work and I had an early shift and I would say I was leaving like 7 a.m., like on the dot, 7 a.m. 
and the line was literally through the back of the Costco. I'm sure most of you guys have seen Costco's before. They're huge. They're like Walmart size. It's not just like a small or bigger <laughs> or bigger. Like, yeah, we're talking about like an industrial size building. Yeah. Like a warehouse, a warehouse. Huge. Yeah. Right around goes through the parking lot, goes through the back. And I couldn't see the end of the line. This is 7 a.m., which means people have been in line probably before that, probably six or even 5 a.m. The crazy part is Costco doesn't open till 10 a.m. So this is technically like camping out for food to the extreme, which I don't know that I've ever encountered before. No, I've never seen that. It's like mind boggling, even as I think about it right now. It's crazy because, yes, this week has felt surreal and dystopian and not that far off from how the beginning of an apocalypse movie might be. But we're not going to be stuck inside for six months, unable to go to the grocery store to buy toilet paper. Like, this is ridiculous. And it's crazy and still doesn't make sense. Like, I've been seeing videos on, like, Twitter and social media of, like, people legit fighting for toilet paper yeah i don't know this is this is on another level and even for older people too or families or people with conditions etc like your over hoarding is hurting so many people there's people who need certain products that are just selling out like crazy supposedly since toilet papers are sold out people are going towards baby wipes and you know like care wives that literally are used to clean babies Mm -hmm. and people with actual babies are having trouble finding baby wives for their babies right shout out to the one dude that what was it he bought seventeen thousand. Oh my god yeah that also we talked last time about you know people selling at a higher price or whatever but we were talking more about like you know little bodega owners (laughs) or something we were talking about people going out stealing essentially thousands upon thousands tens of thousands of hand sanitizers and stuff and trying to resell it like you have to be a real asshole to do that bro was trying to control the game (laughs) monopoly out here you know seriously (laughs) i did see that he ended up donating them but that's only because he was getting so much hate (laughs) from the new york times article about it yeah it's one of those like uh, you got caught so now right uh, I guess. And that best. was only because he couldn't sell them after he bought all yeah, of it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like your dumbass actions like caught up to you. But yeah, I mean, it's just insane. And there's so many industries being affected by this. We talked about sports already. All this stuff that the impact on the economy is going to be insane. I mean, there's a few winners in this, right? Costco, like we mentioned toilet paper companies <laughs> i mean bank on that purell <laughs> hand sanitizer yeah i mean netflix is a big one here right or yeah. streaming companies yeah we talked about that last time how so many more people will be drive to streaming because of this and stuff like not only people not going to the theaters but the ones that were gonna come out are already pushed back like james bond fast and the furious nine got pushed back a Quiet Place 2 also got pushed back. Yeah, streaming services are definitely having a nice moment right now. We also talked about how are they going to push up certain things to put it out during this time where more people are home or whatever. And 
the biggest example of this so far has been Disney putting Frozen 2 on Disney Plus three months before it's supposed to go on streaming, which honestly, good for them in terms of parents who have kids at home who are off from school. Like, that's great to just distract the kids, you know? Yeah, I mean, shout out to Disney. I even throw other stuff out there. I mean, obviously not stuff that's unreleased, but yeah, if you're a content creator... Not even just streaming, like, if you make music, oh, put out your music right now. Right. <laughs> you got podcasts, make, I don't even know, 10 episodes, <laughs> throw them out there. Yeah. People going to want the content. Also, kind of a combination of those. One thing that is almost guaranteed to have been pushed back now, I mean, they haven't announced it, but I just thought of it myself, is Atlanta, the TV show, Donald Glover's TV show, was supposed to shoot both seasons three and four in the spring so that's pretty much guaranteed not going to happen and i don't know if this was because of that or just for another reason but donald lover did put out an album live streamed on his website very late saturday night into sunday morning and we still don't know yet what's going to happen with that in terms of it going on streaming services because that hasn't happened yet as of like we said we're recording this sunday night but Either way, that's a major pro because he's a legend and the music sounds great. I mean, yeah, from what I've heard, it sounds amazing. I can't wait for it. Hopefully, it comes out. With Donald Glover, we never really know. Yeah, super mysterious dude. Yeah, for sure. A pro that has happened in this whole chaos that's going on right now. Yeah, for sure. And in terms of, like I was mentioning with Disney and the Frozen and kids being home, pretty much all the schools now have closed for the foreseeable future, including late on Sunday, NYC Public Schools finally announcing that they were going to close, which was mainly them trying to figure out what they were going to do in terms of kids getting meals and stuff because there's a lot of low-income kids who depend on those meals every day, but they do have a system set up for that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, Actually, like a few hours before recording, I was just talking to my mom who lives in New York City, and I have siblings, and one of them goes to New York City public schools, and, well, she just got the news that my little sister has no school till April 20th. (laughs) At the least. We're talking (laughs) over a month. (laughs) Yo, could you imagine being whatever age and hearing, yo, you got a month off right now? It's just crazy. Some people call this time a a nightmare, but I'm sure my little sister's calling this a fantasy. I don't (laughs) even know, but I'm sure she's going to enjoy this. Well, also, we talked last time about remote teaching slash learning and digital classes and assignments and etc. And a bunch of colleges are doing that, and we'll get into that in a sec. But especially elementary school, they're not going to do digital classes, you know. They can try, but <laughs> that <laughs> ain't gonna work. work. That well. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, New York City's public schools is the largest system in the country, and they had to close it. Like it was just gonna be too crazy, and kids go all over the city, and teachers were worried, and etc. So they did what they had to do. And LA also had announced on Friday that they were gonna be closing schools for at least a couple weeks for now. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of everything is shutting down yeah and this one makes 
full sense to me. For example, like I used to pick up my sister every now and then from school. And I would say when I would go pick her up, roughly 60, 70 percent of the people picking kids up were like grandparents because mm-hmm. they're the caretakers, especially like elementary school, you know, and they're the ones that are going to be mostly affected by this. So if you're picking up these kids from school that could be carrying the virus but aren't really affecting them. Yeah, and there's just a bunch of them running around you, surrounded every day. The old people. And And even if they're not picking them up, if they're just home or if they're visiting or just anything that kids could potentially transfer to, you want to stay clear of. Yeah, so this one fully makes sense. And obviously I pro closing the schools, both as a kid and as a parent of everyone. (laughs) But it is a big con for certain college students and high school as well, especially those who are seniors where the rest of their final years of those is taken away, especially to like student athletes who yeah, that's sad. this was going to be their last round and all of a sudden it's just gone. No more practices, no more games, nothing. And that's just how you have to end your athletic career. But even for other students just the memories you would have of those rest of your high school or college and another big thing is people who are going to graduate from any of those levels what's going to happen with that like are you going to even be able to graduate in person and how that's all going to work and even above college level with grad school I mentioned my friend Greg in Scotland last episode, and he's been in med school, and he's supposed to graduate, and now it looks like that's not going to happen, probably. He might have to get drafted to work at a hospital. Like, it's crazy. It's been, for sure, like, one of the running jokes on Twitter and stuff. Like, oh, our students just going to press, like, oh, click here to walk. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) It'll show an animation or something of you walking across the stage, but... Yeah, it kind of sucks because those are those are good memories to have. Speaking as a person that's graduated high school and college, you the same. But I don't know. I guess there can be memories made out of this, too, to uh, look at the glass half full. Like in what sense? I don't know. Like, uh, it's a cool story to say, like, yo, I never graduated, but yo, right. I was drafted <laughs> to work at a hospital right away. And I was in the quote unquote front lines. <laughs> <laughs> just helping out and in a way that's kind of cool and i've also been seeing like people that obviously like dorm or go away for college and now they have to go back home or whatever it is drive back home and who knows if they'll even come back and some are seniors and stuff they're kind of making the most of the last night there i guess that's a cool memory maybe not the same as graduating yeah even some high scores are throwing like early proms and stuff yeah so in a way it's like a weird very special memory that you can have but maybe just not the ideal one yeah i get what you're saying and also with the digital classes it's been kind of a running joke i've seen of i mean there's various ones but like one for example like you're videoing into your class but you set up just a fake camera of you like on a loop (laughs) (laughs) you know you're just like doing something else and there's others of like people playing video games and they're like oh what was that (laughs) when the teacher calls on them and then of like the teacher who never knows how to work technology it's just like damn it how do i work this dang thing (laughs) so there's humor to be found in that too yeah and i've seen like uh, a bunch of like the you know the commercials of like the online colleges and stuff like get connected yeah (laughs) they're like (laughs) 
Yeah, I bet you this girl in the commercial is like, oh, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new way. <laughs> it's true. Like, yo, they were ahead of the curve, yo. They just knew it, which is pretty funny. And the memes in general are still pro. Like, we need laughter during these times. Oh, yeah, this is a beautiful time to be on Twitter. Um, <laughs> if you're not already. Just because I'm like that. Like, I like to find humor in literally anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I've I've been in a weird way enjoying these times (laughs) also for jobs we mentioned how last time some people were starting to work from home or whatever but now it's basically anything you can do from home everyone is doing it from home if you have to go into the office places are still doing that but it's a lot more rare let's say my job shuts down i'd have like a little possibly two-week vacation or longer for you but yeah, I'm still going to be working regardless. Usually, you have it your way with job. Like, people are jealous of you. Like, yo, you got to work from home. Wake up. You're at the office already, you know? But for once, I can say, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. In the possible part three of coronavirus episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel? We didn't pro-con last time because it wasn't as big a thing at that point. The whole idea of quarantining and self-isolating yourself and all that. Yeah, I guess my answer would be similar to the one from earlier about, like, closing stores and restaurants and stuff. Where, like, if we decide as a society to, like, try to get ahead of this or do our best to handle it the best and self-quarantining or just mandated to quarantine by the government, then why not? We're part of it. I'd pro it. In terms of, like, a technical end of doing that as a precaution and all that, I agree as a pro. Do you pro or con it in terms of, do you like being around the house and staying in and having this time where you're forced, quote-unquote, to stay inside and just live that life? I mean, I'm a very indoorsy person. Mm -hmm. I like being home. I don't know, I've always liked that. I've always enjoyed a a nice big TV in front of my face. (laughs) Whether through video games or just watching stuff, which I'm completely cool with that. I also like going out. It's Mm -hmm. one of those where, like, if I could stay inside for, like, multiple days, I don't have a problem with that. However, like, after a few days of staying in, I feel like I want to go out. Whether it's play sports or walk around the city or go shopping, go to the mall, whatever it is, for a day and have fun, whatever. I like that. But that's literally like one day I'd be fine with like going back and then just staying back at home Yeah, for a couple more days. So it's weird. Like I wouldn't mind it for several days. I just don't know if two weeks of absolutely not going out, that'd be or more. a lot. I mean, I agree in terms of I don't mind being home most of the time. And we're not like oh, go out to the bar, drink every weekend type people, whatever. So the whole idea of that aspect isn't even something that affects us really. Sucks for those social people. So overall, last time I gave a solid con, you gave a light con. How are you feeling right now in terms of your rating? So I guess I'd change my rating. I'd probably lean more towards like a solid con. Not because of some crazy reason. It'd be more like jumping on your boat almost. Like, it's becoming a major inconvenience overall. Obviously more serious. Uh, Hoping we can at least have 
less of a tragedy than what Italy is going through. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like uh, the standard to go by at the moment. Right. I mean, I guess China's the worst, but... Yeah, I mean, in terms of similar to us. Right, exactly. Uh, So, if the situation somehow is lesser than Italy's, then I guess we gotta be happy with that. And Yeah, but overall, still, not a good situation to be in as a country. Just how you went up a notch, I'm gonna go up a notch and go from solid to heavy con just because of how much more extreme it's gotten both within the virus itself but also like you said all the implications around it it's already bad and we're just trying to make it not as bad as it can be and either way i think it's a heavy con with what we know now and what's happened this past half week but yeah i mean that'll wrap it up for this episode of pros and cons i'm kev you could find me at same old Kev on all platforms. And I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O, everywhere. Practice some self-quarantining. And since we put out the episode earlier than the usual Wednesday release, that'll be all for this week. But we'll be back to our usual Wednesdays again starting next week. So look forward to that. Stay off the streets.